0: Stocking up does not have to be hard and complicated and scary and expensive and crazy. I want to simplify it for you guys. I've come up with six different categories that you should stock up on right now. So let's talk about it. One very important category that we make sure that we are fully stocked up on are whole grains and and healthy grains. The things that we like to make, and I consider like the different meals that we like to make, that's kind of how I base my stocking up. It's based upon the different meals that we have. So like, so right now (laughs) I'm making spaghetti and Jesse was just here helping me, Um, but we're making a, a really good quality spaghetti that's pre-made we get this one from azure standard and julianne knows how to make uh, homemade pasta and we do that from time to time as well but that's very it's a big process it takes a while so on busy days like today when we have a lot to get accomplished it's nice to be able to go get a healthy box of pasta from down in my dry storage in the basement, and just pop it in the pan and throw together some homemade sauce. It makes for a really easy meal. And then also, I think about like breakfast. We we uh, one thing we stock up on are uh, organic uh, rolled oats, and that turns into wonderful homemade granola, which is like my favorite cereal ever and uh, we also make homemade oatmeal, um, our caramel apple oatmeal, our baked oatmeal. All of these things are great, hearty, healthy breakfasts with organic oats that I love to make for my family. And just knowing that I have them in the house, even something as silly as whipping up some you know, oatmeal cookies, I've got that healthy, organic whole grain oats down in my basement, ready to go. Also, keeping healthy, good quality rice on hand is super important. We use rice for all sorts of meals, whether we're making Mexican or Asian cuisine, we use rice a lot, and I I like it by itself. (laughs) The kids don't necessarily like it. But having these things on hand, is so important when you're trying to feed your family and you're going to pay less if you buy it in bulk and kind of plan ahead versus going to the store and just buying little bits every time and buying it at a higher price which is what's happening right now Uh, so it's nice to be able to have those things to prepare whatever meals you have so what i would suggest is kind of make a list of your family's top 10 15 meals that everybody likes And then begin to build your stockpile list according to that like if i know that my kids will eat pasta for an easy meal i always have my pasta on hand we have our beef from the farm um, and i have our canned tomato sauce which i haven't brought up here yet that we can throw together with some seasonings and spices into a delicious dinner open up a can of applesauce you know you get what i'm saying so like you just kind of need to create your your game plan by what your family likes to eat don't stack up on stuff that nobody likes (laughs) that'll end up going to waste but i know that the things that i'm stacking up on my family will eat and it will provide good quality food for everyone
1: Another area that we want to consider stocking up on is protein. We're going to be going out here to check on our lambs. Uh, We have our our moms that are getting ready to deliver. And so we want to get out to the pasture here and make sure that we have enough feed, uh, that any of the babies that are born are getting dried off and being cared for um, and getting warmed up. And that's the one thing that's really nice about our Katahdin sheep is those babies, they get up and they get moving and they're really hardy. (laughs) So even in the winter months, when we start delivering lambs out, Uh, The moms just do a great job caring for them and uh, raising our next generation of protein. We have put up protein in all different forms and fashions here. A lot of those things are in the forms of eggs or chicken. Um, But then the other one that we use big time here is our lambs. So we process our lambs out, we get them into the freezer. uh, We get them uh, canned up and pressure canned and shelf stable. Um, so we use those in all different fashions and forms. We have our beef that we're raising this year that we're going to be processing out as well. Uh, and so getting your protein put up is just a huge part of your stockpiling because when you go through that, you you have your carbs and your sugars and all those different things, but then what can you put with them that's going to add more nutritionally dense value to them? Um, you can put protein in with them, and then you can give them some extra flavor, um, some seasonings, and, and it just levels up your food. It doesn't make it the same old beans and rice <laughs> when you're putting food up for the year. You wanna put up food that you enjoy. You wanna put up food that's gonna be nutrient dense, that's gonna be good for you, um, that's just gonna be, it's gonna taste good. You're gonna wanna eat it. Cause you can put up all the beans and rice you want to, um, but if you just have that um, for calories, you're not really, you're surviving, you're not living, right? So we like to have protein in a couple different fashions. We like to have it stored up um, in the freezer. We like to have it canned. Um, but then I like to have what we call walking protein. We've talked about this before, is we, the most stable protein that you can have is the protein that's not gonna rot or go bad if the fridge goes out or the freezer goes out or in the event of you know your canning process going bad. So really you diversify yourself out by canning your meat, by freezing it, and then by having something that's walking, living, producing, and kind of bringing up the meat for the next generation. I know another question that's gonna get asked is, what if I'm not a homesteader with land where I'm raising all my protein sources, where I'm raising chickens and eggs and lamb and beef and all those things? So this is where we like to say, get creative, get creative, get get with your local homesteaders, get with your local farmers, get with your friends maybe that um, are are interested in the same things you are uh, where they can help you out with those things. The next level is find good sales. <laughs> you know go to the grocery store, find you know big cuts of meat that are on sale that you have to process out yourself, and you can save a lot of money by going and buying you know an entire prime rib section. Um, that's on sale and breaking it down into roast and beef um, as far as cuts go or or using the trimmings, making tallow out of them. There's just so many things that we can get creative with that we don't want anyone to feel like they're stuck in a rut um, with I can't do this or I can't do that. Grow where you're planted, You know, thrive where you are. If that means that you're in a season where you have to go to farmer's markets or grocery stores and stock up on the things um, when it comes to protein, then go ahead and do it. You know, find those fresh eggs from the farmer's markets or from a local supply and water glass them, store them, put them up. Uh, We have videos on how to do these things and giving you guys the tools and the ability to stock up no matter where you are. You don't have to be a homesteader necessarily. you might be aspiring to be a homesteader. You might just want to be stocking up and preparing your family. Chickens are a great starter uh, to get into your protein. Uh, You get the eggs, you get the, the byproducts of all the processing when it comes to your bone broths and all that type of stuff. So there's just such diversity when you have good protein sources that you can grab and you can put into your uh, your main dishes and use them for everyday cooking and uh, just you know good healthy nutritious meals. Mm-hmm.
0: down in the root cellar and I want to talk to you guys about another important category to be stocking up on right now and that is your fruits, your vegetables, your potatoes Uh, your butternut squash whatever you have Uh, if you don't have them stocked up from a garden or or have access to like a farmers market or a CSA during the winter uh, make sure you head out to the store and find some good things that are on sale and then figure out how to store those things so we have learned over time that uh, some things we prefer to have frozen in our stockpile and some things we prefer to have down here in the root cellar Uh, of course my first choice would be to have things that are shelf stable uh, so that I'm not taking up freezer space which is a hot commodity and I'm sure all of you can relate with that but we do a combination of store-bought items uh, when it comes to fruit and veggies as well as uh, you know our own home canned items you know we we put away a lot of our own tomato sauces and applesauce and uh, different you know sweet corn and carrots and cowboy candy and jam and jelly and all of those things and we definitely have a good stockpile right now of our potatoes plenty of butternut squash and all of that now you have to keep your eye on like your butternut squash and your potatoes uh, your zucchinis pumpkins those kinds of things down in your root cellar When you're storing them you want to keep your eyes on them so that you don't have them start rotting out you got to pay attention to that and and see if everything looks good if your temperature is good and your moisture is good and all of that but we also buy store-bought stuff you know you've seen some of my Aldi grocery hauls and I am happy to buy uh, I prefer organic canned items um, to keep on the shelf but we don't have peaches on our trees yet uh, that we can put away we have apples on some of our trees but not enough to stock so I find those items on sale I get them and we process them out Um, we've had uh, free apples gifted to us from other people's organic trees which is a huge blessing or blueberries gifted to us from Michigan and we uh, like to process them out either in cans over here or freeze them I have them ready for those cold winter days when fresh fruit is hard to find and make sure we have our supplies ready to go It would always be my preference to every meal if i could maybe not breakfast but every meal for lunch and dinner to provide a fruit and a veggie to my family Uh, that is my goal when i'm thinking about stocking up and i'm thinking about meals i'm trying to think okay what can i put on the table that's a fruit what can i put on the table that is a vegetable and of course if it's fresh that's preferred but that's not always accessible and they can be fun things too like like our julianne's delicious uh you know cranberry sauce that when cranberries were on sale we obviously don't grow our own cranberries but when cranberries were on sale we bought a ton of them and made up some of this delicious Uh, cranberry sauce that's ready to go on those cold winter days when you're roasting up one of your fresh chickens or whatever and just throw it on the side which is a huge blessing so think about how you want to store stuff you know my family I've shared this before with all of you but we just don't like canned green beans I know don't get mad (laughs) maybe we're just not doing it right no so you will not find a canned green bean on my root cellar shelf anywhere you will not find it because we don't like it I will not I've gotten over stacking up on stuff just for the heck of it <laughs> we stack up on stuff because we will eat it and we enjoy it and we spend our time and energy doing that so we take green beans and we freeze them our favorite ways to eat them fresh when they're in season and I'm content with that I mean I'm content with not eating them all the time in the winter and just being content with what's in season so anyway stock up on your fruits and veggies keep everybody healthy keep everybody strong I, you know, we're not really big on uh, stocking up on processed foods, uh, ready-eat foods. I know sometimes that's that has to be what people stock up on, and that's okay. But I actually find for our family, it's cheaper and obviously healthier to just make food from scratch and kind of piece together what we've stocked up on. Um, and fruit and veggies is definitely a big category of what we stock up on. right one of the other categories that is very important to make sure you have ready and in supply in your house in your stockpile are good healthy fats and I know that everyone has a different opinion on what a healthy fat is I'll tell you what I consider to be a priority to keep in my house but use your best judgment what will your family use what do you think is the best choice and uh, The options for us that I like to keep stocked up on are our grass-fed organic beef tallow. We also make our, we rendered our own beef tallow this year which was a really neat experience and that's something that's very achievable. And I use this for our cast iron cooking. I use this, you can use this in uh, baking recipes if you want but I really just focus on uh, using it when when I'm cooking with my cast iron pans especially, because it really helps cut down on uh, sticking. You know what, also, Julianne uses this for homemade lotion as well. Um, so it comes in handy for us, not only for eating and consuming, but for you know making homemade lotions and different things like that. Okay, so uh, like when I'm cooking, I use uh, the, the beef tallow first to kind of create a nonstick uh, layer for myself and then another fat that we like to stock up on is butter (laughs) so we no longer have our dairy cows on site here at the farm maybe someday but not right now but i have wonderful access to a, a local dairy farm which is a big blessing and so we are able to get um raw milk there um when we need it and that is an option to uh, kind of consider as even like a fat because out of that raw milk fats you can make butter you can make cheese and all of that stuff so i would consider raw milk because we don't drink it on a daily basis we don't uh it's not like part of our diet all the time but cheeses are and um and the butter is 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 great to have in your house if you don't have access to raw butter raw milk all of those things that's something that you might want to consider stocking up on from the store when you find a good sale at aldi wherever you can find a good deal stock up you can absolutely freeze butter and and put it away in your freezer and just have it uh, have it ready when you need it. And with as much as we bake, we don't we use a combination of homemade butter and store-bought butter because that would be a lot of butter to make. Look at it, double yolk. <laughs> so tallow, butter, and then we love our avocado oil. I always have this sitting here right by the stove. You can use this on fresh salads as a dressing, you can use this for cooking, you can use this in your cast iron pans because it has a high smoke point. Um, So avocado oil is definitely one of our go-tos. And then I would say last but not least would be organic olive oil. I really like to stock up from Azure Standard on their avocado oil and their olive oil. Really happy with both of those things. When I have gotten them from Azure Standard, been really happy with the quality and um yeah so those are the oils we stock up on in our house and the funny thing is we use them for food and we use them for bath and body so our gold lotion has olive oil in it um different things that julianne makes like lip balm you know has some of these oils in it (laughs) so they're very important in our home and i would highly recommend them being stocked up in your home as well All right, the next category I wanna talk about today is stocking up in all of your baking necessities. Now we do a ton of baking in here. Let's go in and see what Julian's up to. Right now I am working on shaping a sourdough whole wheat loaf. And then I'm also gonna be experimenting with homemade bagels. Okay, and on a daily basis, what would you say are the different breads that we make homemade from scratch? Our already said crusty bread. Uh, recently we've been doing a lot of our artisan sourdough bread and those are probably the main things that we use most of the time. When we are uh, talking about like being prepared to make your own food what else have you been making with your sourdough though? Uh, Pancakes, waffles, uh, I'm looking looking how to make uh, focaccia. Oh uh, your focaccia is so good. So Juliana is talking about, you know, being able to make and create your own homemade healthy breads. But if you don't have organic whole wheat flour or organic all-purpose flour, sourdough starter, uh, ready and healthy, uh, to go then you can't make any of these things so we highly recommend stocking up on your good healthy flours uh, we need and like salts uh, we like Redmond's real salt to stock up on because a lot of our bread recipes call for salt honey raw honey we'll talk about that in a little bit that stands in its own category Um, But salt, if you need other baking necessities to be able to make your own food at home from scratch, like baking powder, baking soda. So these are important things to have stocked up in your pantry because you just need to be able to bake the things that you need to make. So when we're making, you know, a meal out of homemade uh, sourdough pancakes, think about all of the things that you need to make that meal work and then build your stockpile, your pantry, off of those those meal ideas that you have. If you know that your family's gonna eat a loaf of bread every day, which we are a family of eight, so we absolutely have no issue going through a whole loaf of homemade sourdough in a day. And if I want that to be a part of a meal that we're making, I have to consider those things and make sure that I stock up on those things and have them um, down in in the dry storage area, and ready to go for whenever we want to make that meal.
1: All right, we're going to talk about some all natural sweeteners that we use here at the farm as well. And some of those are honey, maple syrup, and the pure cane sugar that we get from Azure Standard. We really like to try to stick to some of the better sweeteners here. I have switched up in the last year or two uh, to where I use all natural pure maple syrup in my coffee for a sweetener instead of going to the sugar, and I don't like the way that honey tastes in my coffee especially. And then in our teas, we like to use our honey uh, at the farm here as well as some of the pure cane sugar. Um, Julianne and the girls also utilize honey a lot for substitution in our baking supplies. So when it comes to baking our breads and other items that we need to have sweeteners in, we substitute maple syrup and honey in those a lot as well. So don't forget about the things that will make your meals taste better and everyone have a little bit more of a smile on their face uh, when you're stocking up on your items that keep around the house.
0: So stocking up does not have to be super stressful and hard and confusing just break it down into these simple categories that we talked about today proteins baking necessities natural sweeteners fruits and vegetables whole grains healthy fats start there find out what your family likes to eat in these categories begin to build some meal ideas and then build your stockpile and it's it's not about being a prepper and being a crazy stockpile lady. It's just about preparedness and resiliency and making sure that you have what your family needs whenever those needs do come up. If you wanna check out where we like to get our bulk, healthy, organic items, check out this video from Azure Standard. And also we love going to Country Life Natural so you can check that video out too. All right, we'll talk to y'all soon.